Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Lightning fans, you found the right show for everything you need to know about your favorite team in the NHL. It's the Lightning Insider Podcast with Eric Erlinson. Get ready for insight, historical perspective, interviews, and breaking news that comes from a reporter insider who's got near 20 years on the Tampa Bay Lightning beat. Now for the latest with the Lightning, here's Eric. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the LightningInsider.com podcast. Eric Erlinson from LightningInsider.com here. I encourage you to go to my website to consider a subscription to keep the information flow going. Uh, I'm going to give you some incentive to do that as well. Go to lightninginsider.com if you're not signed up already and use the code podcast for $10 off the first year of your subscription. Uh, So instead of $40, that is $30 a year. If you enjoy what I do, if you like what I do, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's my written work, whether it's this podcast, it all goes to help and support keep me in this situation. All right, coming at you after game number one of round one against the Toronto Maple Leafs and uh, didn't go so well for Tampa Bay. We'll get into a little bit of what I thought of that game as well as a look ahead to game two. I'm going to play a clip too from head coach John Cooper uh, from practice on uh, Tuesday, the day between games one and game two. Uh, before we do, the LightningInsider.com podcast is presented by BioPro Plus. It's the first 100% non synthetic alternative to prescription HDH growth hormone treatments. Improve your performance, metabolism, and energy without needles or nasty side effects from those prescription injections. BioPro Plus works faster, is easier to use, and is 100% safe. Are you a guy over 35 who wants to fix how he performs, looks, and feels? Then BioPro Plus is right for you. Find BioPro Plus at bioproteintech.com or on Instagram and Twitter at bioproteintech. And any order that you use at bioproteintech.com, use the code LIGHTNING for $30 off your order. Again, that's BioPro Plus at bioproteintech.com. Com. All right, five nothing loss for Tampa Bay in Game One. Uh, the rare time, actually, it's not that rare for Tampa Bay to fall behind in a series. Uh, they actually have done that eleven times under John Cooper. Uh, they've actually gone on to win the series eight times when they've fallen behind after the first game of the series. And um, you know, when you look at last night's game, though, it kind of gives you a different feel, right? The first 10 minutes of the game, first 12 minutes of that game, were about as disastrous as you can get for Tampa Bay, honestly. You have a two-minute power play just over two minutes into the game. You just look out of sync, out of sorts, whatever it is. And then you get a five-minute major for Kyle Clifford, who ends up getting suspended for the hit a boarding call on Ross Colton. And during the five minutes... The only way to describe it is embarrassing. For a power play that has just been so dominant 
down the final eight, nine, ten games of the season. You know, you talk about wanting to feel good closing out things as you head towards the postseason. Uh, the lighting power play was feeling it. I don't know what they were feeling in the first 12 minutes of the game on Monday because it was brutal. The Leafs actually ended up with more scoring chances on that full five minutes. The zone entries were, I can't even think of a poor enough word that's not on the list of banned words to describe their zone entries. You lose a couple of faceoffs. They actually went 0 for 3 in the faceoff circle in that power play. And it just, it, you had an opportunity early in a series to send a message because Sheldon Keefe came out and says he wants, he thinks this is going to be a borderline violent series. And of course, the first player that crosses that borderline is Kyle Clifford, gets thrown out of the game. You have an opportunity to send a message right away. You're going to do that, do that to us. We are going to make you pay. Not only did Tampa Bay not make them pay, they fed the Leafs. They fed them. They gained so much momentum because it's one thing to kill off the penalty if you're a team in that situation. It's another thing to kill it off the way they did. I mean, the Lightning had two shots on goal and three shot attempts during that full five-minute power play opportunity when they'd been clicking at about 50% over the last stretch. And look, I've said it before, and I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. What happens in the regular season has no bearing on how things are going to go in the postseason, and that is a prime example because it just wasn't the same. Things did not improve since then. I think, obviously, if they score on that power play, changes the the way the game is played early on. But I also think if Tampa Bay escapes that period in a 0-0 game, they feel better about what they can do. Jake Muzzin scores a long-range shot through traffic that just happened to find the far post and bank in just under two minutes to go in the period. I think that was a moment, outside of the five-minute power play, I think that was a moment that changed how the game was going to go. Leafs were feeling confident about themselves. You allowed them to grow into the game. You allowed, or you didn't allow creep, uh, doubt to creep into their minds. And uh, the game went the way it went. A lot of penalties in that game. I think it caught everybody by surprise. Um, and, and maybe that was the officials. Maybe this is a result of Sheldon Keefe coming out and saying what he did about how things were, felt things were going to transpire. Because... Go back to the game, the last meeting between these two teams just a couple of weeks ago. It's an 8-1 game for Tampa Bay. And what was it Toronto did? Oh, that's right. They tried to stir things up. They tried to be physical, right? They tried to goon it up, if you want to call it that. Kyle Clifford actually received a match penalty in that game for trying to uh, hit Corey Perry in the head with the butt end of a stick during a scrum. Didn't get suspended, but he got a match penalty and ejected from the game. Wayne Simmons was fined for headhunting on Mikhail Sergachev. So it's no surprise that Toronto was the aggressor. Look, when you're on the throne, people are trying to knock you off. And Toronto has felt no playoff success for going on two decades now. They have not won a playoff series since round one in 2004. 
the failures, the 3-1 blown leads in series, the 4-1 lead in Game 7 against the Bruins. They didn't win that game. There's more failure in this Toronto team than there are successes over the past 18 years. So maybe all the penalties were a result of Sheldon Keefe trying to rile up the officials, rile up his team, and send a message that way. Because even all the stuff that happened in the third period, it, it, it was still basically Toronto-driven, right? Everybody wants to talk about how Pat Maroon jumped Morgan Riley. Pat Maroon did not jump Morgan Riley. Go back and watch the video. While all the stuff was going on, stirred up, by the way, by Wayne Simmons, not Tampa Bay, not the losing team trying to vent their frustration, but rather the winning team trying to assert themselves in a manner in which they think they're going to have to do to win this series. So Wayne Simmons stirs up the pot, and Maroon is engaged with Riley, and you can see Maroon tries to pull away from Morgan Riley. Let's face it, Morgan Riley is not in Pat Maroon's uh, weight class. But Riley hangs on to him, doesn't allow him to get away, so that's when Maroon started throwing punches. And then Riley later gets involved with Jan Ruda. Again, you want to talk about cheap shots wrestles Jan Ruda to the ice. And then while Ruda is on the ice, unable to defend himself, punches Ruda square in the face, right in the head, opens his head up, and he's bleeding. You can see the blood immediately come out. And that wasn't Tampa Bay trying to be that team. That was Toronto trying to be that team. Of course, Tampa Bay is going to stand up for themselves. That's what they do. We've seen it in the past. Teams try and take runs at star players. You know, teams know that if they can take Nikita Kucherov out or Braden Point out or whatever, they, they're going to have a better chance to win the game. You're already seeing it in other series. I mean, look at the Rangers taking runs at the, the Pittsburgh Penguins. So it's part of the game. I'm not a big fan of it all the time when, it's, when it starts to cross lines, but it is part of the game. And that's kind of how... Game one broke down. So now we have to look ahead to game two. As I said, Tampa Bay has lost game one a series multiple occasions. Uh, I think back to the 2020 Stanley Cup final. They lost game one to Dallas. Um, earlier in that playoff series against Boston around two, they lost game one to the Bruins. Um, in 18, they lost the first two games to Washington, won the next three. Now, of course, we know they didn't win that series. But they've done it before. So, you know, the coaching staff has been here. A lot of these players have been here. And the thing you have to keep in mind is that it's just one game. Your goal as the road team is to steal a game. Didn't take advantage of that in game one. Have to try and take advantage of that in game two. And as the saying goes... A series is not in trouble until the home team loses a game. And that hasn't happened yet. And we're just, we're just one game in. Game two is a completely different game. The slate is wiped clean. Sounds like Michael Bunting will be back for the Leafs. He missed game one after getting injured late in the year. Uh, he, was, he had an impressive, they called it a rookie year, but it wasn't exactly a rookie year for him. Um, but he's kind of a he's kind of gained a reputation as a little shift disturber. S H I F T shift disturber. 
Saw that in the game, you know, in Tampa where he threw a couple of elbows. So it uh, looks like he's going to get back in the lineup, so you can expect him to, to play that part of his game. The key for me for Tampa Bay, they look slow in game one for whatever reason. And we've seen this from them before. They need to speed their game up. When they play with speed and execute with speed is when they're at their best. You know, Ryan McDonough was asked down the stretch as the team won those four straight games, a run that included wins over Toronto, Nashville, and Florida, what they were doing better. They weren't spending time in their zone, and they were getting out clean and fast. And that allows them to transition up the ice and, and spend time in the offensive zone. And that's so key in this series because you can't let Austin Matthews feel good about his game. You can't let Mitch Marner feel good about his game. You can't let William Nylander feel good about his game. You know, and John, John Tavares, in a lot of ways, is an X-factor. I mean, first of all, Tavares was fantastic in the faceoff circle in game one. He's why they were able to score that five-on-three goal. He wins that faceoff clean against Pierre-Edouard Belmar. And nine seconds later, they convert on the five-on-three. It's a two-nothing game, and the game devolves from there. So for me, the biggest thing with the Lightning in game two is you have to speed. They have to speed their game up. And that doesn't mean skating. That's part of it. But it's not just skating. It's executing. That's what they have to do. And we've seen this team respond in the past. We certainly know their record over the last two postseasons. They have not lost consecutive games in a playoff series or consecutive games in the playoffs at all. And that's going to be tested here in Game 2 four for Tampa Bay and we'll see what the lineup looks like I don't expect any changes didn't look like there were any changes made in terms of personnel you know John Cooper praised Cal Foote for the job he did in his NHL debut so I'd expect you'll see the same 12 forwards and the same 6D about the only change we did notice from practice is Nick Paul getting some work with the number two power play unit you know, Toronto was so aggressive with their PK, and we saw that last night. Like, they're not afraid to push the puck up the ice on the PK. And let's face it, Pat Maroon is not the fleetest of foot. And he also can't be making decisions like he did last night. He put Mikhail Sergachev into a bad spot with a bad pass high in the zone. And Pat Maroon can't be a guy that's high in the zone. If he's going to be on the power play, he has to be around the net. And that's Corey Perry's spot in my mind. So Nick Paul will get a chance on that second power play unit tomorrow night or game two, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, So that's the only change. Um, And again, we know Tampa Bay's ability to bounce back. And, you know, John Cooper sort of addressed a little bit of that during practice uh, or after practice uh, on the off day between games one and game two. And um, just addressed what he feels his team needs to do. So this is a a quote or a clip from John Cooper on just that and the team's resiliency. I mean, the mood today is much different than it was last night. So, I don't know, you build on things you have in the past. Last night was ugly. Let's, you know, make no bones about it. But this isn't the first time that we've lost a game one and won the series. So it's uh, not ideal, but... It's not like it's uncharted water either. It's the classic, you got to turn the page. Uh, learn from 
what we did last night or what we what we didn't do, and uh, and move on. It's you know it's different than you know during the regular season you're on a plane to Ottawa or Montreal or something. You're complete. You know it's just it's more you know routine playoffs. It's one team. You dive in a little bit more and. No, we've got a feel for what this is going to be in the building and the players, and so. Uh, but we got to dig in a little deeper. That was it was way too easy a night for their goaltender, and you know we we're we're a proud group, so I I'm, I'm not worried about these guys. All right, that was uh, again head coach John Cooper talking about what he feels uh, the the team is at right now, and you know the one thing with playoffs, you have to have short term memory. You hear it all the time. You can't get caught in the roller coaster. Fans can't get caught in it. Players can't get caught in it. Obviously, it's more important for the players not to get caught in it. But you can't sit here and think every loss means the sky is falling and every win means the parade route and fire up the boats. You You can't do that. It's a series for a reason. You play one opponent every night and you try and find deficiencies and weaknesses to exploit and there's just so many adjustments that take place from game to game that you just you can't get caught up in and and this is the one thing this one thing i understand there's a lot of ptsd from two years ago three years ago now i get it i get it that scar is still there and when things go bad you start to look at it and go yeah, I remember that. But move on. Move past it. I understand that scar is never going to go away. I get that. But you have to move on from it. This team has won two cups. They've won two cups since then. They experienced pain for the ultimate gain. And they've delivered two consecutive Stanley Cups. They've done something only one other team has done in the cap era. Only three franchises have done since the 1990s. So they lose a game. They looked bad doing it. I get it. Don't compare it to Columbus series. Don't compare that to the Columbus series. It's not the same. I get it. You're still scarred by it. But move on from it. Everything is new and fresh. Look, there's a lot of players that are on that 2019 that aren't here now. There's some coaches that were on that team that aren't here now. Don't be left out. Make sure you subscribe to the Lightning Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else where podcasts are found. Now, here again is Eric. So everything is new, everything is fresh, and that's the way we build it up, right? So game two is fresh. It's new. It's an opportunity for Tampa Bay to test that playoff resiliency that they have shown over the past two playoff seasons, it's going to be put to the test. Win game two, all is right with the world. But don't start planning the parade route if that happens because it's a seven-game series. And this is a tough, tough series. It wouldn't surprise me if Tampa Bay loses this series, just as it wouldn't surprise me if they won. This series and the St. Louis-Minnesota series are easily the two hardest first-round a series to kind of look at and go, man, one of those teams is going to be out. This is one of them. Embrace the challenge. Something the Lightning have done the past couple of years is they've embraced the challenge. They know what's in front of them. Now they have to go out and execute it. As Nick Paul said, it's flushed. 
It's gone. It's over. Tomorrow starts fresh with a new game. We've seen this before, right? Just go back to 2015, Eastern Conference Finals. Tampa Bay goes into Madison Square Garden, game number five, and shuts out the New York Rangers. They take a 3-2 series lead heading back to Amelie Arena with a chance to close out the Rangers. They have an opportunity to do it on home ice, right? Well, what, what happened in game six? What happened in that game six back on home ice? Yeah, Rangers pummeled them. Seven to three. Chase Ben Bishop from the net. And I remember everybody thinking, that's it. Series is over. They got to go back to MSG. There's no way they're winning in game seven against Henrik Lundqvist in Madison Square Garden. What happened? It's two nothing. It's two nothing. So between games five, six, and seven, the scoring was actually seven goals to seven goals. But it doesn't matter because the Lightning shut them out in five and seven. They shut the Rangers out in five and seven because those are new games. Those are new games to move on to. So I guess that's my statement here is to just just let that go. New game, new opportunity, chance to get back in the series. Not that the series, even if they lose the game, again, it's not the end of the world. You still have, it's harder, don't get me wrong. Because then you got to win four of the next five. So it's a difficult path to travel. But the series is not over no matter what happens in game two. The Lightning lose, don't start the exit interviews. If they win, don't start the parade routes. That's just the way it is. Uh, all right, real quick before we sign off here, uh, don't forget we're also sponsored by BetUS. Uh, with the NHL playoffs underway, uh, Major League Baseball is underway. you got the NFL coming up fast. Uh, you need a sports book with integrity and longevity like BetUS. You may not know this, but BetUS has been pioneers in the sports book industry for almost three decades, thriving and paying their local customer base. That is BetUS.com. They have loads of bonuses. Join now or call 800-69-BETUS. That's 800-BET-MY-US. Sorry, that's 800-MY-BET-US. You receive a 125% uh, bonus for using the code BOLTS22. That's BOLTS22. They also have re-up and referral bonuses, and BetUS is known as America's favorite sportsbook for a lot of reasons. BetUS has all your NBA and NHL games with team and player props and loads of NFL, NFL futures and NFL odds up already. You can bet UFC matches and props, PGA golf and round matches, and live betting on most sports, and yes, including golf. The online casino has hundreds of games, and the racebook has all of your horse tracks. They have every bet type imaginable, and the Sharp Bet US mobile platform is easy with full betting options. Follow my lead and get your phone online and social sports betting partner with integrity and longevity like I did. Bet US. You bet, you win, you get paid. Bet US. All right, I didn't take questions for this one, but I had one come in from uh, Mark that I want to uh, get to here because I thought it was an interesting one. Uh, first of all, I will say this. The Kyle Clifford suspension, I don't want him suspended. I want him in the lineup. I think Tampa Bay can take advantage of Kyle Clifford. He's not as anywhere near as fast as he used to be. He makes dumb decisions. Uh, so, hey, for me, I'd much prefer that Clifford was actually in the uh, the lineup, but uh, that's my opinion. Uh, this is the one from Mark. Uh, given what John Cooper said about um, Cal Foot, where does that leave Zach Bogosian? 
In my opinion, he needs to be out there. His style of play seems needed against the Leafs. Does he sit Cal or someone else? I guess we'll see tomorrow. Goal bolts. Uh, I'll say this. The one thing that would worry me about Zach Bogosian is his penchant of late of taking penalties. Now, he's uh, Bogosian is not the, the best skater. He's a good skater, but he's not the best skater. And if he gets caught, this is where some of his penalties have come in. He gets caught because he's, he can't catch up. He can't keep up sometimes. And against this Leafs team, depending on how he gets caught, you know, if he gets caught out there, he, he just seems to be taking poor penalties. Not that Cal Foot is the fle- fleetest of foot. He, he, you know, he can skate, but he, he has problems accelerating. He's still working on that. Uh, other aspects of Cal Foot's game is improved by leaps and bounds. That's the one area I think he needs to be better at moving forward. Uh, but no, I think right now with the way Cal Foot played, I think you leave him in the lineup. Maybe when you get back to home ice, you, you consider things differently. You look at things a little bit differently. But I think the way they went in uh, game number one, uh, Cal Foot stays in the lineup. All right, that's going to wrap up uh, this post-game one, pre-game two podcast. You can always ask questions. Use the hashtag AskEE on Twitter. That's the easiest way to find me. Uh, my email is eric at lightninginsider.com. Uh, don't forget, I host the pregame skate show on Lighting Power Play and News Radio WFLA one hour before puck trap. That's road games and home games. So game two, I'll be on the air at 6.30 with Bobby the Chief Taylor. Game three on Friday, I'll be on the air again at 6.30. And then game four on Sunday back here at Amelie Arena on Mother's Day, I'll be on the air at 6 with him. Uh, My weekly hit with uh, Ian Beckles and Jay Retcher will be on Friday this week. We'll do it from 3 to 4. There's an afternoon Rays game on Wednesday. So that that segment will be pushed back to Friday ahead of game three. So if you're looking for me there, that's when I'll be on uh, 620 WDAE and 95.3. All right, everyone. uh, Thanks, as always, for listening. Uh, Please continue to support uh, my cause, my case, my website, everything else. I really appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk soon. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.